Over the short trip, it was numbers 10 and 11 on the back row uh, fighting out the finish. Uh, Rob, uh, time was pretty solid, but they may well be the best two fillies in that race. Yeah, look, she was terrific, Irish Black Label. Uh, she sat back in the field. The two stablemates early uh, certainly softened each other up a little bit, playing up who was able to go through and lead in Fiamma, who uh, got a little bit keen outside the leader, and they certainly set it up uh, with a 6.9 lead time and 28-4 first quarter. And despite having a little bit of a breather there, 30.9, you could see the swoopers were coming into it. An Irish black label, she's not big in stature, and she certainly let down with a big sprint. Uh, the stable mate, uh, Pedalante, uh, had a nice trail into the race on the back of Irish black label, but she was just too good at the finish. Uh, uh, Danny, uh, with David Moran, who's enjoying some terrific success with the Emma Stewart stable, and raced by Lorison Bloodstock. Pedalant was brave in defeat. Just Hope was a nice effort after taking out that uh, Bathurst uh, feature race earlier in the season. Uh, Yuhura ran fourth and playing up weakened into fifth placing. But Irish Black Label and Pedalante, both very nice uh, horses and certainly got big futures ahead of them. A two-year-old Colts and Geldings Group 1 final and Beach Villa unbeaten and most impressive in his two starts to date. Ren favourite, Kafaji, very impressive on debut. Ren the second favourite and probably the, the real spruik horse early on was the Clayton Tonkin train Lightning Dan, but he'd been getting things wrong at times, but uh, it just with a different driver, David Moran, things clicked last night. This is the boys, two-year-old Colts and Geldings Group 1 Vic Gold Bullion final where Beach Villa on the outside got a metre in front. The inside trying to rally on was Kafaji coming at them along the inside. Lightning down and down the middle was Mac Assassin. Great go. Beach Villa's got to dig in. Lightning Dan on the Garrard sprint lane. The problem child. Lightning Dan over the top has beaten Kafaji and Beach Villa who peaked on his run late. For you know, he's pretty good, mate. He was, he was pretty quick. Um... We left the plugs out of him tonight. Last week he, he proved a little bit, um, you know, he didn't really want to do it too much last week. Um, I think he's probably a horse that's going to come to in a little bit of time. He, you know, Penny hasn't dropped 100% yet. Um, as you've seen last week, he sort of, he got caught outside the leader and, and he wasn't gone sort of thing. He was just happy to go through the motions. So uh, we sparked him up a little bit tonight in the warm-up and, and sort of just got him up on his toes. And uh, no, it, was a, it was a perfect trip for him. He finished off well. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, uh, David Moran bringing up a Group 1 double there, ended up leading, got a bit of pressure from the stablemates, took the trail, and he uh, he came through the sprint, line, the sprint lane like he'd done it many times before. Yeah, it was a very tactical race. Lightning Dan was able to go through and lead. Beach Villa, who drew uh, behind Lightning Dan, pushed through from inside the second row. And you could see uh, the gap starting to open up for uh, Kate Gath to come off the pegs for Beach Villa. And Chris Elford summed that up uh, pretty quickly with Kafaji. So he took off to try to close that gap. He then contested for the lead and found the top. Beach Villa, who then had to uh, sit without cover, and they certainly uh, raced uh, really keenly down the back. I mean, they went uh, 28-9, 31-2. They went 28-9 down the back and came home in 28-3 for a mile rate of 156.5. And Lightning Dan, who had the soft trip just off the back of Kafaji by being behind the leader, was able to come along the sprint lane to score. Uh, Kafaji was brave in defeat, as was Beach Villa. It was a trifecta, really, for the Clayton Tonkin and Emma Stewart stable. Mac Assassin, who got a bit of cover in the race, looked a 
real winning chance on the home turn, but just couldn't match the other three of the uh, the, the Lightning, Dan Kafaji, Beach Villain, battled on well for fourth. And Brutally Handsome, who's had a really good season for AJ and Bo Tindale, I thought was very good into fifth placing. Still a maiden, so there's got to be a win uh, coming up shortly for Brutally Handsome. Rob, the uh, Group 1 APG three-year-old Colts and Geldings final was race eight. It carried prize money of $350,000. Tasty Delight's a pretty smart horse, but he got the plum draw. Barry number one, Blake Fitzpatrick, was able to use it to advantage. He's opened up a lead of eight metres, but he's flat chat. Out of the pack, act now deep. Seb's choice yielding ground. Running on from the back, another New South Wales horse, Captain Crusader. Soho Bollinger and held up for run. Ideal Dan, 27-70, smoke down the back. Tasty delight. He set sail for the judge with a big lead. Act now's trying hard. Captain Crusader's late on the scene with better isolate from downtown, but it's still tasty delight. He's going to lead all the way and win the Group 1 APG for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Tasty Delight beats Act now. Third was Captain Crusader. Absolutely, I've got a really high opinion of him and he's a horse that I think will just keep improving with age. He's always, he was a really good juvenile and he's come back a much stronger three-year-old. Now, Blake, uh, there was plenty of talk about the gate speed and uh, the tactics in this race early, earlier in the week. And as Cody mentioned, plenty of people had uh, had you getting crossed, but good horses just find a way to kick up when they uh, when they're asked, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Good ho- horses just give you confidence driving them. And I knew he had gate speed. I've just every time I've driven him, I ha- haven't had to push him out, but I knew it was there if I needed it. And from barrier one, I wanted to make full advantage of it. Tell us a little. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Rob, the barrier draw made the difference. Uh, It was a bit of a battle, heated contest going into the first turn, but he's a smart horse and he's a pretty tough horse too. Yeah, I thought there were some really good runs in the race, uh, but Tasty Delight, as you mentioned, uh, made the most of the barrier draw, was able to kick through at the start, trained by Brian Portelli and Blake Fitzpatrick, who's no stranger to taking out big races here in Victoria. He was very good at the finish. He raced away from him, uh, 6.7 lead time, 27 first quarter, 29.5. 27.8 down the back and came home in 29 for a very slick mile rate of 152.3. Had to do it uh, throughout the whole race and it was terrific uh, saluting. He's got a really impressive record now. I think uh, 11 wins from around 17 starts. Act now, I thought was really brave in defeat. He's flying this horse. Uh, there's a big win in store for him somewhere soon. Captain Crusader ran on well. Ideal Dan was good and also the eye-catching run was better isolate who had to come from last and really hit the line strongly. But look, I think it's a, a really good form race. Many of those horses are going to be winning somewhere in the near future. Seb's choice, who raced without cover, looked to have a, a flat tyre coming to the home turn and dropped out, so maybe just forget that run last night. But all honours to the winner, Tasty Delight, out of uh, the three-year-old Colts and Geldings final for APG. Race nine was the $350,000 three-year-old Phillies uh, final at uh, Group 1 level, and, and Tough Tilly's come back. Uh, in super form, she's dominated her preliminaries heading up to the race, and she did that uh, with uh, uh, the professionalism you'd expect from the shortest price favourite for the night. She made this a one-act affair. Closing into second as Tough Tilly said Tata at the 400 metre mark got away, went 27-8 down the back, opens up a big lead. She's 15 metres in front. 
Antonia runs into second spot, but his flat chat coming out of the pack wider was Joanna. But at the top of the lane, it's all tough Tilly. She's out and lonely in the Group 1 three-year-old Phillies APG final. She's 20 metres in front and extending her lead. A brilliant performance. Tough Tilly takes out the Group 1. Tough Tilly first. By 18 metres, second closing in fast, Joanna, Antonia third, and... Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, you know, we all know um, what Tilly can do, and uh, she did that tonight, and it was just a, a great one to get. Now, Kate, um, did she surprise you tonight with how she, how she did that? Once you obviously drove her quite hard to get to the top, um, is she a filly that keeps surprising you with what she can do and the speed that she can run, or are you just used to it now? No, um, I've got um, the utmost faith in her, and um, we all know what she can run. So uh, once she got that second quarter, that was, um, you know, pretty, pretty nice. Uh, she was going to throw a, a really fast half at them, so we were happy to let her do that. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. And Rob, to think in the early part of her uh, career, she... Uh, she was uh, continually finding uh, one better, but as time has gone on, she's sort of matured into that frame, and uh, I'll be looking forward to the next time she does meet Ladies in Red, who had her measure throughout the majority of the two-year-old season, but Tough Tilly has dominated this series, and she was simply a class above. Oh, she was just too good last night. She was terrific. Uh, she went a mile road of 152.5. She was only 0.2 slower than the uh, three-year-old Colts and Geldings of Tasty Delight. She was able to find the top comfortably, 7.7 seconds lead time, 28-2, 29-5, 27-8 down the back, and 27-7 home. And she won by 11 metres, defeating the stablemate Joanna, who's had a really uh, good uh, career to date. Just uh, unfortunately has bumped into some outstanding fillies, but her run was terrific. Antonia was outstanding in third placing, came from last, tried to make a race of it, but tough tilly just scooted away. Moments like these was very good also in fourth placing. They really had the measure of the rest of them. Uh, but look, all honours to Tough Tilly. She's taken her stake earnings to over 350000 and she's just been the class filly all the way through. Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin quinellering three of the four uh, finals and uh, ending up runner-up in the other with, uh, with Act Now, which is is quite extraordinary. Okay, we'll go back to the uh, top of the night, Rob. The first on the card was uh, taken out by Santa Casa Beach. In fact, it was a good start for favourite punters. Favourites won the first four races. This was a fairly open affair, but this horse looked like a good horse, horse early on, and he seemed to plateau out, but hasn't he come back and super form this prep? Oh, he's been terrific, Santa Casa Beach. Look, he ran in some really good races at the end of last year and just fell a little bit short of the uh, top horses. He certainly likes the 1700, but he seems to have strengthened up this campaign. I can't believe that they bet $9 early in the week after his uh, slashing win heat uh, last week. Uh, he started $3.10 favourite. He was well rated by Lee Sutton. He couldn't find the front. La Putty, who likes to lead, was able to dictate in front, but Santa Casa Beach sat uh, outside it and just 
proved a little bit too strong in the run home. La Putty uh, battling on really well, likes to lead and is going well. Pat's Beachstorm second up, uh, hit the line really well, so there's more improvement to come from Pat's Beachstorm. I think it'll be better suited over a longer trip as well. Uh, it's Beaujolais was fourth and Kiss Me Elvis fifth. Iconic Major went to the pegs at the start of the race, just couldn't get into it, so probably forget the run of Iconic Major. I think the horse to follow out of it, certainly uh, Pat's Beachstorm, I think he can only get fitter. A mile rate of 153.1 for the winner last night, Santa Casa Beach. Race two, this was won by Cover of Darkness. The last time we saw Cover of Darkness, uh, remember, was in the Breeders' Crown final, uh, Rob, and uh, he uh, he was just out of sorts. Sorry, that was in the Vic Bread final on New Year's Eve. He was going to run a short price favourite, and it just looked like he didn't want to be there. He returned from a break last night, and uh, I thought he was breathtaking in a very impressive 158.3 mile rate. Yeah, he's only been beaten once, hasn't he, Danny? And that was in that Fig Bread final when, as you mentioned, he was certainly uh, uh, out of sorts on that particular night. Last night, he was just terrific. He sat back in the field and he came with a run down the back straight and he just zipped past them uh, like they weren't there. And he's a horse that was first up and considering many of those horses he competed against last night have had a few runs under their belt or rock hard fit. He returned a mile rate of 158.3, 46 lead time uh, last night. And uh, that was uh, uh, just Molly Archer, who was uh, heavily supported, uh, caused a false start and uh, certainly was a, a beaten horse a long way from home. They went 30.3, 30.1, 29.5 and 28.8 home, but cover of darkness proving too good. Aldebaran Crescent was nice effort uh, for second. Pants Up's going really well, Danny. Uh, we'll win a race somewhere. Travel Bug's one that you need to uh, pencil in your black books going really well and uh, a win's there for Travel Bug somewhere soon. Uh, anyway, Hugo hit the line well. Nephew of Sunoco battled on. Norkey just didn't finish it off and Royal Charlotte had no luck and hit the line strongly. So there's a few horses to follow out of the race but cover of darkness as far as a class perspective, he's got a very big future still ahead of him. Race three was a consolation for the three-year-old Colts and Gellings, a $50,000 race. Uh, John Nicholson's got LB2. Jane's going terrific. He had the run of the race. He let down really nicely, but he's really developing into a... He should develop now into a really nice open-class horse the way he's progressing. Yeah, look, John's always had a really big opinion of the horse and he's certainly been living up to that with some really good performances, not only here in Victoria but in Tasmania. And LB2 Chains enjoyed a really good trip last night on the back of Drain the Swamp and was able to scoot through to uh, get home uh, just too strong at the finish uh, and saluting. Uh, defeating Bondi Lockdown, who had to do all the work outside the leader. Drain the Swamp led in the race and was run down. Electric Eye ran on from well back in the field. And uh, really, outside of those, uh, the horses back in the race couldn't make ground. They went a mile rate of 153.2, 7.2 lead time, 27.5, 28.7 the first two quarters. They came home in 28.3 and 29.2. But a very good win by LB2 Chains. Yeah, he's developing a good record, only a three-year-old, but uh, he's in winning form and certainly on the way up. Race four, this was the consolation for the three-year-old fillies. Race uh, dropped away a little bit, but it looked Joe Rock's race to lose, and as it turned out, she was just a little too good. 
Yeah, look, she went around in those uh, heats, couldn't make the final, but she really competed against most of the horses that have finished in the placings of those finals. And Joe Rocks last night was perfectly driven by David Miles, had a really good trip in the race. He let loose three wide down the back straight and he just outstayed the rest of them. They went a mile rate of 156, 7.2 lead time, 29.8, 29.6, home in 28.3 and 29.1. And Joe Rocks uh, by Pet Rock uh, getting the job done for David Miles. Sahara a storm uh, had a nice trip uh, behind the leader which was I'm Lady Madeline uh, looked a chance but couldn't go with Joe Rocks at the finish Cologne uh, tried to lead up the outside uh, uh, horses but uh, again wasn't good enough Anahita made a bit of ground from back in the field as a bolter wasn't a bad effort and I'm Lady Madeline weakened in the straight but Joe Rocks just had a little bit of class edge against her rivals last night the uh, open class tab, Bold David, free for all, was race five. This was a good race to watch. Pace was on in the early part. Uh, there were solid fractions all the way through, and it's a bit of a head scratcher. We know how good Sonny Weaver is. We know how good he is as a sit sprinter, and he's winning now at 25 to 1 uh, on, on a couple of occasions at his last few starts. Yeah, look, uh, I thought it was one of those races, Danny. There was some horses that were over the odds. He was one of them. Uh, I must admit, I was sitting uh, at home and had a few nibbles on a couple of them at bigger odds last night. And he was one that really was in an impossible position because he was back last. They were going hard. And you knew at some stage the leaders were going to come back. And Sonny Weaver, who just got a beautiful cut into the race, he let down with that big uh, customary sprint that we got used to seeing. And his win last night, I thought, was phenomenal considering where he came from. From and the field that he defeated. He continues to uh, go up another notch in, uh, in my eyes and, and last night he was outstanding. Well trained by Russell Jack and Lee Sutton having a, a great run at the moment. He's a terrific driver and well done to the team. They're doing a great job with this horse and I know they've always had a huge opinion and he's certainly living up to uh, their expectations. Mile rate of 154.4. They went 43.7 lead time, 28.5 that first quarter. So you knew the tempo was really solid. It was going to be set up for something to run on back in the field and that's exactly what occurred. 29.5 the second quarter, 29.1, 28.4. Malkin's rhythm came from back in the field battled on well Max Delight had to do uh, his fair share of work I thought it was a really good effort Rupert of Lincoln ran on well Code Bailey enjoyed a good trip uh, probably will be improved by that run loved the run of Better Beat a Bomb he's, uh, what's he had now two runs back he's certainly heading in the right direction he was only beaten seven metres Majestic Cruiser wasn't far behind him loving a Chevy and uh, Gillaby Chevy who led in the race weakened out of it but look Sonny Weaver terrific last night thought Great run, Max Delight. A couple of horses that you definitely want to be following here. Better be the bomb. And uh, Rupert of Lincoln's going to win a race sooner or later in one of those races. And we'll wrap up the last three races. Matty Craven, it's a major surprise. He's got the Meg flying at the moment. Oh, look, we've been highlighting her, haven't we, over the last few weeks, Danny? Uh, I've been saying that she's ready to win. Got the right draw, got the right trip. Beautifully driven by Matty Craven. Just got there narrowly. Uh, to defeat Would You Mind, who went up and tested it's a major surprise at the start of the race, was able to get the front and uh, was leader behind leader situation. Highway to Heaven, who had to race without cover, battled on well. Major Manbar made up ground, so did On a, way, on a Highway to Hell and Torrid Saint. But it's a major surprise. Had the right barrier draw and the right run last night for a mile rate of 156.1. Yorkshire won the second last. He's a very good horse in front. 
Yeah, just led all the way. Uh, just beautifully rated by James Herbertson, bringing up the first of the double for him last night, live on Broadway. Uh, getting close to the win, battled on well. I'm no outlaw, was three back to pegs, hit the line strongly. The disappointing run was Honolulu Bay, the favourite. He was an easing favourite. He sat behind the leader. He was the first horse beaten. He ended up running last. So went a mile rate there of 155.7, but all honours to Yorkshire. And the last event, James Herbertson completing the double with Hugo Rocks, who got there narrowly. Yeah, it was an even race. Stingray Tara was able to find the front, control the race, just didn't finish it off. Uh, Hugo Rocks made a move around the field to be up in the breeze, then got cover. Uh, was 1-1, was sandwiched between runners when Pocket the Deal was in the breeze. And uh, Heavenly Loxley came out three wide, but he was able to peel off their backs at the, at the home turn. And he was just able to grab Heavenly Loxley over the concluding stages. And he probably went into that race with the best form line of the race. And it was a terrific drive by James. Herbertson, Heaven in Loxley, uh, brave in defeat. Stingray Tar, I'm not sure when he's going to win his next race. He's had a few chances. Maserati, Guptas, Cullen were all good. They went a mile rate there of 159.4. Okay, Rob, another big week. Plenty of uh, racing, big fields at Cranbourne uh, tonight or this afternoon and uh, Maryborough tomorrow as well, Melton Tuesday night. Look forward to doing it all again next uh, Sunday morning on the mile rate. Until then, Rob. Happy harnessing.